You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. I'm done. <laughs> Riz Ahmed, who was, got an Oscar nomination for Sound of Metal. He was in the night of, got won an Emmy. Mm. He's a pimp. He's um, he's Pakistani, and uh, I think he was the first Muslim to be nominated for best actor. Wow. Anyway, so this film is with Amazon Studios, and I think they were hoping it for it to be an Oscar potential, and uh, probably not. We'll see. There is potential, but I think like we're at fifty nine percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the problem. I, I was telling you, it, it's a, it's a genre bender. Ah. You can bend gender in 2020, but bending genre is still a problem. <laughs> oh. Like they just don't, they just don't. There's a switch in the, the genre, and I just feel like the audience, maybe it wasn't done. What genres are they bending? I, don't, I feel like that gives it away a little bit. Yeah. Well, oh, is the, there a sci-fi twist? Sci-fi. Oh, it's a sci-fi twist. Sci-fi sort of psychological drama. This is like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> no, it's kind of the opposite, actually. Oh, there's yeah. an alien that goes looking for a young boy? There's an alien thing, theme, oh. that sort of switches to, like, a human theme. Wow. And it's and that's always tricky when you... I mean, obviously, Indiana Jones, I thought that was fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> um, so it's hard to do. I think whenever you try to do I just read a friend script who was... It started off as a... Like an old gumshoe detective who done it, try to find... And then it becomes a supernatural thing. And you can kind of tell, like... Ooh, there are going to be people who are not going to like that switch. Even if you foreshadow it and do all the tricks you can in editing to kind of blend it, it doesn't matter. People want their one genre. It's a rom-com. Yeah. It's a horror, whatever it is, and stick wow. with it. So, I'll have my genre marrying my daughter. <laughs> and one of the reviews is like, it's very manipulative. Isn't that the point of art to manipulate people? It's very manipulative. Isn't that what you're trying to do? You're trying to manipulate people. What a strange it, review. Yeah. What is it, like, super politically preachy? Um, no. Like, I mean, scenes are... <laughs> in a way, there is this weird thing in it. The guy's British, the writer-director. Okay. And there is something that kind of touches on... It's like an NHS theme? No, there is something that touches on sort of policing in America. Okay. And the over-aggressiveness of it. Okay. And how we should use social workers to okay. intervene yeah. so that people don't die. That's kind of in there somehow, but anyway. But watch the movie. But is it like overt and manipulative to the point where that's the whole movie? No, no, no. It's it's really ties into the plot really well. This um, horror movie was very manipulative when it scared me and I peed my pants. A cat jumped out of a cupboard and, and that was manipulative. I peed my pants in the theater because I was manipulated by your film, sir. Trigger warning. You might get manipulated by this movie. Yeah. It's so dumb. Anyway, it's a good film. Watch it. It's in theaters now. I was manipulated by Pharrell Williams' song, Happy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, I haven't seen you in a while, Tommy. How was life? It's all right. Oh, God. You start with a sigh. That's always a problem. I mean, I I think I've been, for whatever reason, you know. Are you single? You seem like the type of dipshit who's going to have a girl right away. A new, new girlfriend. I have not really been... I've been kind of lukewarm on the ladies. Like, I desire them, but they kind of make me sad whenever I get too close. <laughs> Why do they make you sad? 
<laughs> just because like their aura it kind of like it, it, i have like i think i got there was too much hurt in my heart for a little bit yeah to where i had a little negative magnetism yeah some girls like that but like i would i would think i would get too close to where i would see i was like seeing through the matrix a little too much about like all the things that were involved in making myself serious with a girl like i would i maybe go on a date with her or i went on a couple dates and do you meet these girls as friends from comedy shows uh i met one girl from work when i quit quit my job so um, then what was work the unemployment line or where were you with no the, my work? old work at the, at the you, ever, you ever quit a job and ask someone out at the laugh factory no i'm playing uh, did you no, no. tommy no i would never you don't work here anymore you can talk about it i don't thank god also oh um, thank fucking god you feel better oh my god yeah i'm i'm full of anxiety all the time because i'm kind of in this floaty freelance yeah realm of like <laughs> which it feels terrifying but no, it's all good. I got crypto investments, so you know. Shut up. <laughs> um, whoo. Yeah. So, so I lost my relationship. I lost my job. I lost a friend, and then I is your friend a new? What's that wrinkle? Is that your also your relationship? No, that's my friend who died. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, that was kind of on my mind, which was in the last episode. If you guys haven't. Uh with Tommy. It's just a pretty amazing story. So that yeah. kind of... That on top of a breakup made me kind of like... Maybe I need to give this... Yeah, pump the brakes on the ladies. And I kind of had to get my life in order a little bit. And then I, I was like, I got to get out of this job. I'm in this dead-end job for forever. And now, um, now I'm unemployed and at dead-end. <laughs> but you got the unemployment checks, right? No, I'm not. No. What? I, have, I got a new job immediately. Okay, good. It's just kind of like part-time. What's the new job? Producing podcasts. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, they pay me all right, and it's fine. And you can live. You I can, can live. Survive. All right. That's what matters. All I got to do is make like two thousand a month. God, that's a that's such a small nut. I know. What I wouldn't give for two thousand a month nut. The other thing is, I had a couple cute girls where I was like, "Ooh, that would she's cute," but. When a girl gets past a certain level, I'm like, I'm too broke for this right now. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like, there's there's a couple girls who are like, ooh, I want to ask you out, but I am broke. I am so broke that I wouldn't make it, I wouldn't make it a month with this girl. Th- there are some girls that I've been with. I would say a lot of girls <laughs> I've been with. Even serious relationships where they're like, at a certain point, they're like, yeah, I like, I like being with you, but like, I got to get serious. Yeah. Someone told me one time, I think I mentioned this, she said, I can't date you because it's preventing me from dating someone real. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hell of a way to find out that you're a fictitious human being. How the fuck is that supposed to make you feel? Yeah, like you're not a viable human being. And I get it. I get it. I mean, (laughs) solid. You can't get mad. I'm like, all right, solid point. You're not even a real person. (laughs) Bill, God, I love you so much. If only you were a real man. I feel like you're a ghost. Um... I wish Which, I could marry a man like you, except real. A man like you, except who was a series regular on a hit TV show. <laughs> That's really what it is, man. And that is, I do feel that way now. I feel Bill, like I, could you go ahead and get successful so that I can yes, like you? I've, I've heard that. Wow. Yeah. Like, you have a year to get, like, successful. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, my... Oh, fuck. What, what successful means to me is different than what it means to them. For me, it oh, means... Yeah. My year, I can pay for my year. I'm not in credit card debt. I yes. have a home. 
But for them, it means, you know, I can take them out to dinner and buy them shit and pay their rent. Hey, and, you know. Dude standards are so much more reasonable. Like, a woman, a guy will never not, I mean, this actually, a study just came out, I think it was out of Stanford or something. A yeah. study just came out saying that when men are choosing mates, they do not look for, and this is gay men too, they don't look for financial, whatever, success as right. a metric. But women do like ninety percent of women. It's like it's like a huge metric for them choosing a relationship. The only reason I would like a girl who has money is because sometimes that means that they won't make me pay for so much. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know we're all evolved in twenty twenty one, but it, it hasn't really the needle on that hasn't really changed. Women do not want to buy their own drinks. Women do not want to go to dinner and pay for. There are certain women who do, of course, if they're balling. If they're, ba- if they're and the- balling and they want to flaunt it. And there are also some women who just aren't that materialistic. But in general, yeah, stuff True. is important. And I get it. Back to like evolutionary biology. Women are more gatherers. They want to gather stuff. <laughs> they want to have, have possessions and have this a beautiful very, home. This is very scientific. And men are just like, just want to wander around and hunt for shit, you know? Yeah. Hunters and gatherers. Exactly. It's so, all this time. Yeah, it's a problem. I, n- I never really thought that when I was first like dating in my 20s that that was going to be I think in your 20s you can get away with it you can get away with it I gotta start getting 20s. away with it again yeah you can get away with it I had a good I had a good show and now I'm like I'm trying to get out there again baby <laughs> comedy is so fucked up cause sometimes this is the high highs and the low lows yeah like you can have a great show and just be like I'm a god and then the next day you're just like fuck man what am I doing with my life <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. My God, I feel like that happens all the time. <laughs> oh. And I'm having a, t- you know, I've said for a long time, young, entitled white women are my comedy kryptonite. I just cannot connect to them. I can't get through to them. <laughs> I see them with their arms folded. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I get it, and I try to not be, say anything that's overtly sexist. Yeah. Know? Like, I had a joke, we talk about smoking weed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're in a relationship, it should be mandatory to smoke weed. It should be mandatory for men. It's got to be mandatory. Guys, can you imagine filing your girlfriend's stories would be interesting? Uh, what happened at Nordstrom? Say, oh, my God, you, she got the wrong shoe size. Tell me again. Um, it's not that great a joke, but... It was. There was a time where it was. Now it's like you say that. Like, imagine your girlfriend's stories would be interesting, and the whole audience, like the men, clam up. The women clam up. Which means it's correct. Which uh, means there's something uh, to it. Uh, all these men. It's almost like when I bring up the threesome idea, mm-hmm. everyone clams up, but then the joke is solid, so it yeah. saves it. Yeah. But that premise of women... And look, women talk more. It's true. There, There's studies. I know, studies? What are you, fucking, what are you a fucking Trump supporter? No. There's studies Women show, talk more, but men have 90% of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's hilarious. That's so funny, dude. That's hilarious. You should tweet that. So, but like, there's a study that shows that women need um, something like 3,000. They need to say something like, maybe it's like 10,000 words a day. <laughs> they need to say, Listen, how did they do this study? A <laughs> lot of listening to women. They have to do 10,000 no, words No, in order for women to produce. The poor man who had to sit there and count all those. <laughs> for women to produce the proper oxytocin. Okay. They they need 10,000 and men they need 3,000. Right? Wow. So men talk 3 times less than women on average in order to feel okay about living on the planet. 
Wait, talking bird is actually does it. Yeah, that rocks. I learned this because I was at a chiropractor, but he was also a doctor, very smart guy. And I was waiting for my adjustment. He has beds next to each other. And this woman, the minute he goes over and I hear, and she's like, oh my God, and my kid at school and blah, 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 blah. And it's going on and on and on. He's like, oh, wow. And keeps talking, keeps talking, keeps talking. And I'm going like, wow, she's really having a big conversation while I was adjusting. And then he comes over to me and he goes, yeah, man, 10,000 words. I need it for the oxytocin. I just got I just got to. Grin, I got to grin through it. He just wait, 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 wait. Quietly said that to me. This is a doctor. <laughs> this is a doctor. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> she comes every week and just. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, wow. Now, that, of course, it's not all women. Don't send me an email. No, Don't. but that's so interesting that spe- talking. Because even when I like do a podcast or go talk to a friend, I do feel better. Yeah. It yeah. does improve my mood. Yeah, you do need social connection, and talking is a great form of it. And women <laughs> does, and, does and listening produce oxytocin. <laughs> I don't know. I stress. This is heart heart disease. <laughs> talking produces oxytocin. Listening <laughs> produces heart disease. That's so funny. Oh my god, it's so fucking true. So, so anyway, I I I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I'm trying to modulate my comedy so I'm not pissing off. All the, the rulers, all the all, yeah, the rulers. They're in charge. Yeah, here's what changed. They're in charge now. They are. That's why young entitled white women are in charge. They're in charge. Yep. And there's nothing to be done about it. <laughs> we can't unless you want to go Listen. full fucking skank fest, full Tony Hinchcliffe, and go in the opposite direction and be with that crew. Well, it is the funny thing is you have to go full counterculture to not if you're going to piss them off i find it hilarious that like republican ideology is now the counterculture that just makes me laugh it's just funny oh and it is God. it is Tommy. it is okay i want to do this joke here's a joke that I've been yeah, working it is. On about that because um i don't know <laughs> if i talked about this i had i had like a, a, a an argument is is a gray area though it's not purely political well, everything say. is political. What uh, is political now? No, I just mean the the spectrum of it's not like purely right and left in terms of counterculture versus culture. I don't know if I buy that <laughs> anymore. I'm telling you, man, because like if you are a liberal human, which you are, mm-hmm. which I am, hanging by a thread, <laughs> fighting to be as liberal as possible, we're gonna win you back. I mean, I'm still, I'm still like there for the big, the big three. I, I call it the big three. The big three is, I'm pro-choice. True. I'm, I'm, uh, pro, um, gay rights. Hell yeah. And in, I include that with transgender rights. You know. True. And I'm pro weed. Hell yeah. Those are the three we big still ones. Still got weed, baby. Yeah, those are the three That's- big ones. The other stuff, like I don't. Weed really- is still counterculture. I'd say. It's begin- becoming mainstream, yeah. but it depends where you go. Exactly. Um, but I, I just, you know, you're not going to get me to care that much about um, transgender bathrooms. I'm just not going to, it's not a mountain <laughs> I'm going to die on. I'm not right. going to like, bathrooms were fine. Men had shitty, gross, disgusting bathrooms. They peed everywhere. The dicks flapped around and okay. made messes on the floor. Yeah. And they're gross. You go into uh-huh. a women's bathroom, they're nice. So it's a very odd thing that the, the liberal movement is embracing uh, all gender bathrooms. And you're basically just inviting men to go on and pee all over the fucking place. It's like you lose. 
women and people identify as women lose in that battle. Right. Yeah, I guess that's an interesting point. I was cool with trans people using whatever bathroom they wanted. Yeah. As a solution. Yeah. Adding the third bathroom or when there is one thing where I'm like, there's a women's bathroom and then an all gender bathroom. Yeah. Sometimes I'm kind of like, well, what does that say? Right. That says everything. You have two bathrooms. One says all gender. One says women. That is saying men are fucking disgusting. So if you women want to have a place with flowers and potpourri and yeah. there's that pee everywhere on the floor, <laughs> go here. But it's for all a you, nice bathroom and a degenerate for, bathroom. For transgender people and disgusting men, you go here. <laughs> if you choose to for subject yourself for your own pride to the yeah. to the heinous <laughs> and the way the way, the way I look at like the trans the 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 transgender. Let's say you're uh, transgender, and let's say you're a biological male. Okay, but you're so you're transgender. MTF. Woman. Yeah, you're a transgender woman. Um, and you want to go to the woman's bathroom. Yeah. Okay. You're going to a stall anyway. Yeah. Right? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if a transgender woman goes to the men's bathroom, use the urinal, that's fine too, I guess. I think the problem is, and I can kind of like, that's I, not, I don't think they would. I think they would probably they would use, use the stall. stall. And again, if you use stalls, well, why not? And they're like, I would respect the shit out of it if you use the urinal, though. I'd be like, respect, bro. I'd be fist like, bump. I would fist bump for sure. Yeah, um, I think that uh, <laughs> gangster. And there, you know, there are a lot. There's always been bathrooms that were multi-sex or whatever. Like growing up, I just right. think that the fight over it is a little bit. Like, is that really the fight that we but need to make the, happen? In it, the Republicans who started that fight, though, it totally is. Like, cause I'm from North Carolina. It was at the genesis of everything, North Carolina, because yeah, it was a big deal. We had a ton of concerts cancel and funny story, funny story is pre me too. Guess who performed at the Greensboro Coliseum? Louis CK. Louis CK. And he donated his entire sold out Greensboro Coliseum funds to a transgender charity. Oh wow! <laughs> People don't talk about that, but he did do that. He did do wrong. He did yeah. do wrong. Yes, of course. But that it did, did happen, and he was very funny. But he did do wrong. So I want you know I want people to feel like I want people to feel comfortable. I want the trans community to feel comfortable. I mean I didn't know maybe because of the bathroom situation, transgender people were getting uh, villainized and attacked, and I I don't know. Really, what happened? And this is what always happens politically, and this is why I'm still on the left, of course. Is because Republicans have no policy, they have no vision, they have nothing. They yeah. have nothing except culture war bullshit. So transgender people were getting in the news, and the governor of was it just Patrick out of the Curry, blue? Was it just out of the blue, or was it, was it out of the fucking or, blue? Or was it all of a sudden nothing there was happened? W- w- I mean, were they all of a sudden making the 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 bathrooms all gender, and then he responded to this trend that was no. happening? He's out of the blue. He heard a story, and he goes, "Hey, yeah, he I'm said making a law." Oh, he heard transgender people are <laughs> using the the tr- <clears throat> transgender women who are actually men are walking into the bathroom and snatching up children. This is the yes, fable that they concocted, of course. Oh, all the pearl clutching churchgoers yes. said, "Oh, my baby." I'm going to send her into a abandoned mall bathroom, and they're going to get kidnapped by a and, and, and hooligan. Look, I, I have two thoughts on that. One is it's for the most part it's that's hysterical and it not is. based in reality. <laughs> Absolutely. 
also as a parent, like I understand you want to do parents always overreact in terms of protecting their kids. They always do it's over true. everything. It's true. You know what I mean? So, so it's to say, <laughs> to say, yeah, to say that a parent has no right to be upset about it is a little bit flat footed. Like parents can be like, I'm, and by that's the way, if you followed what I'm happened, I'm saying that's why it's predatory for them to use that fear, that innate childhood protection. I get fear. that. Yeah. But hear me out. Okay. Do you know what happened in Virginia? Did you follow that? It was really mm-hmm. fucking weird. And it's one of those things like, let me put it this way. Oh, God, there's so many awful things in the world. Like when that thing oh, happened in, 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 in uh, Wisconsin, right oh, away the there car, was like... Oh, the car thing? The car thing. Oh, right away yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, there's there's this is clearly a white supremacist, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And they put in the news, they're like, oh, shit, we can't... I, for the record, I did not see that in the news when you told me about it. I saw some posts as, as of the video, like a white supremacist run to a like, twi- like the a first news, day when it happened. News no, like Twitter. Headline like Twitter. Twitter. Of course it or was Instagram, Twitter. Instagram, some bullshit. All right, I don't know. If- and then, anyway, the point is... Um, uh, I, I th- God damn, what was my train of thought? What were we saying right before that? We were talking getting- about the fear in Virginia. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, this is, will somehow tie it in. So, in Virginia and Loudoun County, yeah. which is near where I grew up, uh-huh. they, um, you know, and that that's really right at the collision of, it's still a purple state, right at the collision of, like... Yeah, for sure, Virginia's purple. It, it's right there, you know? So, I, I've always been excited that Virginia's turning more more liberal, of course, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but, you know, there was this whole thing, this guy who went to school were meeting, and he was, like, screaming and yelling, and, and he got, like... I don't know, he got tasered or tackled by the police. And this guy was labeled a domestic terrorist. And this video was promulgated everywhere showing that this guy was an example of scoreboard meetings is, are inviting domestic terrorists. It's a problem. Scoreboard meetings? S- school, school, school board, board meetings, meetings are inviting domestic terrorists. Well, like domestic terrorists are like kind of going into school board meetings and creating a, a harmful situation. And okay. So this guy was like, this video was an example. Now it turns out, and this is one of those things like as a, okay, the Wisconsin thing. If you're a black person and you find out it's a black guy, you're kind of like, fuck. You know, sure. you don't want it to be a black guy. Ah, God damn it. You well, know what I mean? no one wants it to be anybody. Anyone. But, but yeah. once a white person, you're like, okay, yeah, <clears throat> we're crazy. But when a black person is like, one thing is like, wait, driving people, driving a car into people, that's the, a white thing. Can we not? Ah, fuck, it's a black guy. All right. Well, you never so, want stereotypes to you be You don't true. want, so. Like, back to when there's a school shooter, I guess I don't want it to be a white guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want it to be anyone be else. An Asian guy once. I think but, like, it would be interesting. Yeah. Or, like, a white dude flies a plane. So. So back to Loudoun County, uh-huh. and this is this is like all like Republican media uncovered this, but this is actually not lies. They found out that this guy's daughter had been raped by a transgender student in a bathroom in Loudoun County, and they covered it up. And okay. the fact that you don't know that is interesting to me, <laughs> because that's why Virginia went fucking red, because they uncovered that they covered it up. And then this guy, they moved. That's they, why they moved this. Red. That's why it went red because they moved because this guy, the guy was behind by like fifteen points, the governor. Uh huh. And then this happened, and like, look at these domestic terrorists. And Virginia's like, yeah, fuck them, liberal, liberal. And then uh, they this found is one of those out, things where I don't know enough about look it. Look it up. They found out that this girl was allegedly raped by a transgender student in <laughs> one of the bathrooms. Uh huh. They found out. They didn't report it. They moved this kid to another school where he sexually assaulted another woman. Ah, priest situation. Yeah. Were they religious? By the way, the, the amount of sexual assaults and rapes happened in public school dwarfs the Catholic Church. 
by a factor of like a hundred. It's crazy oh, if you look at it. Yeah, it's well. like fourteen, fifteen thousand a year. You know. Sure. Anyway, so the point is, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not awful. Great. It's awful. Fourteen, fifteen thousand, but it's bad. But this one, yeah, and you are implying so, that they covered it up because they were transgender. Of course they did. Because Who covered it up? The school? The school board? Because they're, I trying, mean, they're trying to enact I a more progressive policy. I went to a college policy. where they're being sued about sexual assault, and they've been covering up every sexual oh, assault yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, over exactly. the past is that, years. Let me put it this way. It was probably one of the reasons, because it happened right while they were trying to implement transgender bathroom policy. But you're saying the implication there is that it was the transgenderism that led to the cover-up, and that's why Virginia flipped? This was a big news story in Virginia? In Virginia, it was a big news story, yeah. In Virginia, because... Pat McCrory lost in there North was, Carolina. There was like a 16... There was gang literally gang. like a 16-point <laughs> flip in a month, which a 16 is point unheard flip. of. Wow. Well, that is... This When was this? The last election? 2020? This was just like... No, this was like two months ago. This just happened. When they have an election two months ago. Like a special, you know, I don't know. They have these special elections oh, because some bullshit. The governor lost? The governor. Now there's a Republican governor in Politics. Virginia. <sighs> Why? So many elections. I know. Election. I, never, I never can follow it. But so my point is, like, I, I, as much as I, I am liberal and I'm trying to be liberal, like, quit stepping on rakes you're gra- into your you're face. You're glad that the quit Democrats fucking lost up. Virginia? Well, I just, no, I don't, I don't want them to lose, <laughs> but I'm like, quit fucking up. You are quit super pissed off about the media bias. Towards at this point, at this point, I at this point, I just feel like it's. I get it. Mm. You want to promote equity. You don't right. want to. You don't want to say if there's a, a, a black person committed a crime. You don't want to report that the black person committed a crime because because it can lend to no. stereotypes. And I get that. Now, see, but now I, it's just so obvious that that's yeah. happening. It's like, come on, dude. Don't now you're being condescending. And even like actors who's, who who went out and Deborah Deborah Messing, who's as liberal as you can get, came went on Twitter and goes. Hey, just say, don't pretend it. Let's just say, don't say a car drove. CNN put a headline say a car drove into a mass of people. Right. If it was a white person, it would have said a white man drove a car into a mass of people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And they would have tried to implicate it as a hate crime and say there's some sort of racial, bi- whatever. Who knows? So your your main uh, frustration is that it seems like, and I, I'll admit I've noticed this the bias that when the like the news only plays the identity politics one way if it suits the narrative yeah like even with the kyle rittenhouse stuff it did seem like there were really close uh really quick to call everything white supremacist nazi-ish shit yeah and it does seem like they're eager to do that in general versus uh, the other way. It, it doesn't. I actually but, kind of gotten a, gotten a little weird. But little. also, in their defense, it didn't seem like this guy. I mean, I didn't do a ton of research, but it didn't seem like he was super motivated by any ideology or organization. Well, the only proof they so, have of yeah. that is there is a picture after the event happened. I guess some Proud Boys knew who he was and said, take a picture with us. He took a picture of some Proud Boys. Oh, Kyle? Kyle did. Oh, I'm talking about the... The guy who drove the car into him. It didn't seem like he was ideologically motivated. See, this is what's so funny about what's happening in the media today. God, Tommy. Just sometimes, every once in a while, it doesn't have to be Fox I don't News. Necessarily, every think, once in a while, just listen to something that isn't liberal. Because <laughs> when you do that, and you, I listen to both. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was ideological. The guy has nothing but like anti-white. His whole Twitter and fucking whatever social media was like, fuck white people. I'm going to kill some white people. He said, I'm going to kill some white people? Yeah. I think something... I'm paraphrasing. 
You're paraphrasing. Okay, not well, that's I'm a not big paraphrasing. paraphrasing that's that a big much. paraphrase. If we were an actual podcast, white people right are tripping, and I'm going to kill some white people. Are that's a big <laughs> paraphrase. No, but then he has, he's posting like he's also posting Hitler memes and Hitler. Hitler uh, that's a, so he's he's so a he's, mentally ill person. Yeah, and that's you know you can be mentally ill. That's fine. I get it. Well, if he's posting Hitler memes, but know. also you can be mentally ill and hate white people. I mean, the guy who killed the prostitute. Well, he clearly hates black people too. If you're if you're if you're killing anybody, you're probably some degree of mentally ill. Sure, agreed. Like the kid who killed the prostitutes in Florida. Mm-hmm. They, he was clearly an ill person, right? And when they were like, "Well, he was ill," they're like, "No, nah, motherfuckers, he was, he was a white he was a white supremacist piece of shit." Fuck you, and that that had to be what it was. Right now, this guy is also very ill, but the narrative has to be now that he's ill because that fits with well, he can't be white media. supremacist, or, or it can't be like those are the two it, options. It can't be black supremacist either. It can't be anti white hate. It can't I be. I don't a think hate there's crime. any evidence that he was any of those things. Tommy, if, if there Tommy. was, then the I would. The fact that as much as smart as you are, as much means. as you look stuff, it loves, the fact that you don't know that, <laughs> you gotta just listen to more shit. They're not just p- keep in mind the liberal media will not put it because, and I get it. Right, you, you want to promote equity, and equity, right. here's, equity here's by definition means unfairness in terms of the actual event. If you could show me explicit proof of plan and motive that was like racially directed, then I would agree with you. So and we, I do agree with you on the counterpoint that the media is sometimes too quick to as, ascribe motive and malintent to white people on a racial basis. Sure. I, I agree with that. So, But I, I don't think that that means in reaction to that, oh, the answer is let's start saying that black people are doing this because that just escalates not. and leads to some type of weird of race not. conflict. And, and like I, I, would, said, I would lead with de-escalation on the other side. I agree. I, I, I agree. So, So the solution would be... Maybe the first thing to do for either race is not mention their race. Agreed. Just mention there's a person and make the, them scroll down until they find the photo. Yeah. And then make their own stupid stereotypes. I think you're allowed to mention the race, not necessarily in the headline, but that's what they do. And people don't read the articles. They, they mention read the race the in the headline if the person is white. Yes. But also, I think that... Sometimes in this clickbait culture, we, they ascribe motive and intent in the headline yeah. in a way that's really inflammatory well, thing, and reactionary. And, and this is the thing that kind of like – and this is the, the bit I'm trying to work about. Not reactionary, but controversial. The yeah. bit that I'm trying to like enroll people on on stage, which is that no matter what you are, Republican – just admit nobody, Pfizer, the government, the po- – they, no one cares about you. Mm. They care about power and money. That's yes. really it. True. Both sides. Mm-hmm. This idea that the Democrats care and Republicans... No, no, no. No one fucking cares. Agreed. Agreed. They have their agenda and they want to fucking push it through. The Democrats are completely full of shit. So you have something like... And the bit I'm trying to work on is like, look at something like a couple of... Like Netflix. Like mm-hmm. during, during bail Netflix was like black cinema, black voices, black... And they really... And I get that. That's a good thing. They want to elevate... Right. But it's also elevate, marketing. And that's all because it makes money. So yes. I was like, so like they aren't doing because they care. They're doing it because like, uh, well, we've been looking at the numbers, and you know, we decided Black Lives Matter. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. And then the trans, and then the Dave Chappelle thing happens, and the trans movement's like, trans lives matter, trans lives matter, and they're like, we looked at the numbers, and nah, they don't. We're but keeping this Chappelle. Is, this is time. This is society. There are new things to be explored, and society is exploring them, and soon yeah. they will be bored with them, so, and then they'll explore something else. So here's another thing I don't get. Like, what is America going for right now? 
Like if you look, if let's say there, I know narrative is overdone, like the word woke, but let's say there is a general liberal mer- narrative of like, let's create equity. So let's sort of reverse engineer some of the things we're talking about to create equity for women, for marginalized. And I, and I get that. And I think there's a lot of merit to that. But what is it ultimately that they're going for? Because ultimately equity is supposed to lead to equality, right? Right. So to get <clears throat> the idea, is, it's kind of Machiavellian. To get to equality, you have to promote equity, which means don't let Asians get into colleges as much. Uh, <laughs> hire black people but, over white people at certain jobs. There's a lot of stuff. That's but, true, though. But, but do you see how ridiculous that is from my perspective? That your 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 mindset feels so defensive from the white side of yourself. You know what I mean? In terms of like the first thing you think about when you think of equity is uh, what's it called? Getting into colleges. Well, that was the first example. No, 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 no. That, uh, what's the uh, uh, affirmative action, right? The first thing you think of when you think of equity is affirmative action, which more Asian people are getting into Harvard than white people. So, but aren't they being discriminated against? They are. That's yeah. my point. For the right. sake of equity, if you're an Asian student, it's harder to get into a good college now. Right. Because they're because killing the so game. Many Asian people and so they colleges. have to be like, hey, listen, even if they're way more qualified. Right. So d- you're in support of that, right? I, I, like, I, I'm, I'm okay with it to, you a, just de- think it's to a degree. I think there's something that, like, I, I feel bad if you're an Asian kid who does everything right. Even if you grow up in, like, a very poor community. Yeah. And you do really white and you, you have great values and then you have all the requisite needs to get into a place like Harvard, Princeton, or Yale, and then you can't because you're like, we got too many Asians. But here's another student who is from whatever other country or whatever other society that is also marginalized. They're not nearly the student you are, but we're going to let them in. Now, I understand that that is... Sure. So it's, so it's it's part of the equity program. It's level, To level the playing field, you have to kind of like make things harder for some groups and easier for other groups. And I get that. And I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with affirmative action. Although, you know, the, the studies on affirmative action don't necessarily prove that, that it's been as helpful as originally thought it would be, you know? Well, I think that maybe has more to do with college hasn't been as helpful recently. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think when we talk about equity, at least for me, we're talking about economic stuff for the working class. Yes. That's always where my mind goes. Yes. And but I they think, don't look at equity in terms of just a pure cl- in terms of classism. They but look that's at what bothers me about the Democratic Party and maybe the current liberal movement is that they seem to be parading around. I think representation and all of that is good. And I think we should keep doing it. Yeah. But the current Democratic thing seems to be like showing that to everyone as an example of yeah. progress and how everything is changing while at the same time changing nothing yeah, and leaving everything and leaving everyone kind of drowning in the sea. Yeah. Like, so it's basically what they're doing is, um, it's almost like hunger games type shit. They're plucking out superstars as representatives of yeah. each community to show, Oh look, this person is rich now. Yeah. This person is successful now. Yeah. They're running around and showing everyone, Oh, black people, Asian people, Mexicans, Everyone, oh, look, there's this. You have your avatar now of what you could be if you worked so hard and everything worked out. But in reality, everybody's getting left under the current. And people who are rich are just getting super rich. And and they're saying, hey, look, America isn't racist. America isn't prejudiced because 
we have all these diverse rich people now. Look how diverse the 1% is getting. But really, the main problem that is crushing everybody and the majority of people in marginalized groups remains. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two points on that. One is I agree. I think that there should be a focus on just general classism. Yeah. It's like a political fight I think that should be ahead of of the idea of uh, systemic racism in the... in a lot of instances, mm-hmm. not to say that systemic racism doesn't exist, but I think, I think they that, can both go hand in hand. But you can't do one without the other. But if you're if you're someone from very disenfranchised white community, like in the Appalachia and it's yeah. like a entrenched community, you deserve feel, help too. And if you feel that you're not getting it, whether you are or not, like that's also you know that's also. But those people who complain about that are just looked at as crazy, fucking assholes. They're not looked at like it, not by not me as valid people. I mean, look what happened with hillbilly elegy. I mean, that was at first it was like, okay, cool. This is how you can understand why someone would vote for Trump. Mm. And then two years passed and then that book was vilified by liberal media. When the movie came out, it was fucking shafted by the Oscars because it didn't fit into the, the narrative. Like we can't allow a narrative of white people not of being disenfranchised. It's just not, doesn't fit what we want to, get done yeah and i and like again i get it i don't think people are working from bad intent i also think there's just a lot of i think some people are i just yeah i don't know like i look at some like aoc right and i go i think she's I probably think she is she's you don't think she's working? i don't think she's working from bad intent no i think she i think she really believes what she's saying but a lot of stuff, but i also know she's new york new york you know what i mean like just for example i had a friend who went to san francisco very liberal comic in, in new york went to san francisco and when she was there, like, um, like someone took out like a gun at a restaurant. There's like gunplay at a restaurant. Where she's yeah. at. Like San Francisco is a tough place right now. Mm. And then she said, and she goes, yeah, because, you know, we really got to, we were okay, but is, we just got to focus on inc- income, income inequality. Like that was her clearing call. That meant that there's a problem with income inequality. Mm. And income inequality for me, the more I look into that, it just feels like it's sort of like a false flag or something it's just not like a real thing like just because jeff bezos has or elon musk has 200 billion dollars and no one had 200 billion dollars in the 90s or okay he has that much money hmm. so what's the so you still have your flat screen tv for 300 dollars you said uh, yeah but do you the know quality where the rent's li- coming from yeah but are you qual- a wage slave I mean, rent a job is a that problem, you hate. but but the, the quality of life for almost everyone across the board is fucking way better than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago the quality of no. life is great for people i no 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 because this this feels like one of these republican talking points where you're like oh you have your iphone so everything's <laughs> great for you they didn't used to have iphones yeah they didn't used to have fucking cars when they had but let me ask you, let me ask you a question everybody was let me ask you a question what do you what what is the major problem with income inequality well first of all it's i think it's a human need to look at someone and feel like feel left out because you're not part of that one one percent first of all yes and they do studies in places where there are more there's more income inequality there's more crime sure across the globe for sure places where everybody has the same shit nobody's stealing from anyone yeah because if you do you you go to jail right away you go to the gulag no 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 not (laughs) no one's saying they they cover it up in the media i'm just talking about everywhere if everybody's on the same playing field nobody is really coveting thy neighbor you know what i mean I would definitely buy that if there's ever been an example of straight up communism working in a way where people actually were. I'm not even talking about communism. I'm just talking about like general poorness. General poorness. Well, that's different. But poverty is not the same thing as income inequality. I'm not. I know. No I'm drawing a line between the two. Okay, I'm not saying there's. Yeah, poverty is. But bad. if you got a whole bunch of fucking poor people next to a mansion, 
There's tension there. Yeah. And that's where but the crime don't you comes think, from. Here's, here's what I feel is a problem. This is why both parties leave me cold. Democrats look at Republicans and go, you're greedy. Right? That's the general, like, you're just greedy. You just want your shit and you're greedy. And sure. Republic, which is fair all the time, Republicans mm-hmm. look at Democrats and go, you're lazy. Right? Ah. And the yeah, truth is fair. that we're lazy and greedy at the same time. <laughs> True. These lazy people are also greedy. Yeah. And greedy people are also lazy. Yeah. So we're both full of shit. We're both the thing that we hate on the other side. But I do feel that there is an innate sense of justice that we have in terms of like, obviously no one deserves the same and life is going to be hard on everyone and everything is going to be, you know, different for every single person. There is no true equality. There will never be. We are all born into different circumstances with different minds and different abilities. But I think you can look at something like the amount of money that Jeff Bezos has and just be like, he didn't, our system is fucked up. There's no, you know, got one, that rich. Yeah. No one gets that rich by yeah. working. It's yeah. just like an un- unlimited money machine. It's like the Bitcoin billionaires. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just fucking luck. It's very silly. And I don't even mind the Bitcoin billionaires so much as, I mean, that's just luck on one hand, but like the Bezos thing, it's just like he didn't make all that money by himself. It was like a lot. So, so there's always there's always and we just have problems that need money. Yes, of course. And uh, but the thing is, you it just have feels to, like hoarding, like a dragon hoarding its wealth. I get that. I also feel like the problem is is that um, there's a certain naivete. So I'm a little high. I didn't really like. I wasn't that articulate in that last couple no, you were okay i think there's a little <laughs> and we've talked about this i think there's a little naivete in the progressive movement in the little sure movement. i mean the perfect example is like defund the police and the extension of that abolish the police like the right. idea of abolishing the police is a great idea if human beings were another species it's a very online young people idea i mean it's what colin kaepernick wrote essays about i mean he was not about def- he was about abolishing the police very adamantly abolishing the police that is a stupid comment colin kaepernick is stupid he's fucking dumb he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about he was a decent quarterback for a couple years and and the thing that he did for kneeling, I'm all for that. I think that's great, the protest. But there's a certain – and this is why I always think about the Democrats. I'm all for love, empathy, and compassion, but also shut the fuck up sometimes. Also, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Every once in a while, shut the fuck up. Just, yes, Colin Kaepernick, we get it. You're right, you're right. And also, stop now. Just stop now. We get it. Dr. Fauci, we've heard you. Just take a month off, bro. Take a month off, Fauci. We don't need you, Fauci. We don't need you, Tony Fauci, all the fucking time. <laughs> Tell us all this fucking shit. Is there somebody else? Put somebody else up there. Put a fucking. Is there, is there not a black woman at the a different face we can associate with this shit? Does it need to be him? Just someone's got. I just feel like sometimes people got to stop. Just stop. Like we don't have like you take sound tired. Take down yeah. Take down all the fucking statues. But at a certain point, stop. Let let Abe Lincoln go. The, let him be the there. Republicans stop. Now, so slippery slope. Do they? Well, I mean, look what they're doing slippery with abortion. Slippery slope. Wait, what? Look what they're. I mean, that's all slippery slope argument that the Republicans always apply is like, oh, the liberals are going. They take down Robert Lee. They're going to take down Washington, and it's. And then well, like, happens. here's my thing: is I agree that the political whining is annoying, but you can't just ask one side to stop. No, <laughs> while the other continues well, to steamroll. No, believe over me, them. I feel like with with 
pro-life shit, I feel like, stop. You yeah. lost it. Let it go. What the fuck is going on right now? First of now? all, you're all Christian. If the baby dies, he goes to baby heaven. Yeah. Let it go. Isn't it better in heaven? Relax. Good point. I'm also sick of all the people just talking about like, like COVID. Like, yeah. Like I just want like okay let's just it's just let's just say it's over let's just say it's over I gotta uh, here I gotta say the Omicron shit is hilarious I'm like dude <laughs> I just I can't be pressed about I it think, I like, don't four people have died from it I don't even want to read about it I Dumb. don't fucking care if it kills me good yeah <laughs> get me out of this also hell like hole. so what you're dead who cares <laughs> dead might be great that might be the best thing Here's ever. The thing. Right before Christmas, a new strain drops. It's called Omnicron. It's a Marvel supervillain. Fuck you, media. Fuck you. And all the studies are like, basically all the South African doctors are like, well, you know, this is very transmissible, but no one's really getting that sick from it. Oh, my God. Omicron. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just such a sci-fi bullshit, like... It sounds like a horror movie villain. Um, yeah, so that I'm like said Marvel supervillain. I feel manipulated by this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, because enough. You we because I feel like we're at a point now where the media, because you know the thing that I want to say is like, look, you think it po- like Pfizer doesn't care about you. Politi- politicians are in the in the pockets of corporations. Corporations are in the pockets of banks. Banks are inside Satan's asshole. They don't fucking care. No one is looking out for you. Okay? Mm, true. I think there's this idea that the, the government under the tutelage of Biden is finally trying to care about the American people. No. Not even a little bit. Yeah. I had, Biden sucks. Let's be real. He ain't done shit. Can I tell you what? Trump? T- worse. Hands down. No question. But Biden also fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> But Bernie would have been great. Bernie would have been better. <laughs> been better. Maybe it's just impossible to have a fucking president. Bernie would have at least anything. pushed for the shit that he promised on the campaign trail, like infrastructure, uh-huh. health care. You know, those are my favorites. And the infrastructure thing, I don't even know what's going on with. Like, what does infrastructure mean now? Is They it say bridges that- and roads. Yeah. I don't know. I don't drive around shitty bridges and roads. They're all fine. No, they're not, Bill. They're like 40 You ever been to any other country? They're rated D. They're rated D by an organization that knows the alphabet. (laughs) (laughs) Every every time I'm in another country, I'm like, I'm in another country when I'm renting a car. Holy shit, the fucking roads and bridges. America, I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. What are you, anti-bridge now? You're so triggered by the libs. You're anti-bridge. I haven't been. I haven't been on a bridge where I'm like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, till you die, (laughs) (laughs) and then thank God you don't get two chances before the bridge (laughs) falls on you. If there was an epidemic of bridges collapsing under the weight of cars, I'd be like, all right, let's fix what this What if I shit. showed you a picture of a bridge with a crack in it? Would that change your mind? <laughs> how big it is, how big the crack is. What if they, for once, I want a news article that's like, this bridge has a crack in it. What's <laughs> Biden doing about that? You know what I mean? Let's let's turn this evil devil machine into some do-gooders. So what's the solution then, Tommy? So once again, put what me is in Amer- charge of everything. <laughs> what would you that do? That ought to fix it. All right, what would you do? Oh shit! I don't even. I know. would. I, I think we just need. A, we need a, a, a Democrat president. Okay. Who is for all the good things, but not pro, the bad things. Pro rights. <laughs> okay. Pro pro choice. Healthcare. Pro weed. Healthcare. Okay. Yeah, who also can say stop? Enough. We get it. There's pro- there's always going to be problems. Now stop. 
I think that would be gangster. That'd I be think gangster. that individual would win. I think, and that's what happened in New York City. The mayor, he's like, he's a former cop who's like, we're going to make the police presence more seen in New York. And most people, most minority communities are like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 well, the, the fund the police thing has fucking failed miserably. It's, it's failed oh, every goddamn city time. Here's it's the failed thing, miserably. Here's the thing. Well, I mean, police need to be better trained. Where was the police really defunded, first of all? Well, clearly San Francisco. Do you know what happened? Here's something that happened in Chicago. This is, this is very interesting. So Lori Lightfoot, she defunded, she took like, I don't know how much money it was, like 90 million away okay. from the police force, right? And like a lot of cops quit too because of it. And, well, a lot of then, cops quit because of the vaccine mandate. Well, that, that came That's a after. bigger thing. Yeah, that happened, yeah, that's another story too. Um, and of course, people have this monolithic belief that it was all white cops who quit because of, mm, no, sir. No, it was not all sure. white cops who, but it was, me. I mean, it was all cops. It was cops. But it was probably it was mostly it was all right wing cops. I'd say it was fifty fifty black and white. I said right wing. I didn't say white and black. So you think fifty percent of the cops who didn't want the vaccine mandate who were black were, are are Republican? Probably. Maybe. Have you met a lot of black cops that are staunch Democrats? <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're in the military or if you're in the police, you're going to f- at least be somewhat closer to the right than Tommy Wakefield. Probably. Um, I'm a little loopy out here on the left, though. <laughs> It's just, it's, yeah, it's a loopy place to be. There's nothing, I, I just don't understand. Here's what, the thing, is, I, I still support, f- values-wise, all the shit on the left, but I just course. get dizzy sometimes, <laughs> trying to keep up with all the, this now, this now, this now. Okay, here, here's a topic. I'm I'm, d- I've been disengaging. I realize I don't give a okay. fuck. Yeah. I, I, hey, look, let me talk about climate change. Oh, like, you know. Fuck, dude. And I know there's there's that whole. My brother actually went to the. My brother is like super liberal thinker. He's like one of the foremost scholars on linguistics of war. Sounds He's like a, a professor. smart guy. Genius. Um, he uh, he went to the climate change convention. Okay. And um, and you know, I, and I think that's great. Nothing ever gets done there. <laughs> and the people who are really like hardcore climate activists are in there. They're outside protesting the fucking convention. Because Greta Thunberg, she got there on like a, you know, she won't take a plane, so she got there on a sailboat or wherever the fuck it is, because she wants to <laughs> like that's how. I mean, that's just funny, you know. <laughs> She's these people in there talking blah 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 and blah 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 blah. Also, Greta Thunberg, I get it. Stop. Wait, stop. She was. Um, protesting the convention yes because she's, she's like these people aren't doing anything like they're making commitments like India made a commitment to be carbon neutral by like 2060 or something like that like okay <laughs> 2060 yeah like hey we're, that's like enga- that's like getting engaged to a girl go like I love you let's get engaged when's marriage I promise to stop what? having sex with someone after I come <laughs> Wait no! That's it was also too like, late. It's like we're gay. When's the wedding day? It's way down the fucking future. Way down the line, we'll get married. But we're going. We're engaged for now. But we're going to get married in twenty fifty. <laughs> to address the problem of unwanted pregnancies, I will use the pullout method after we have come. <laughs> I come and then That's pull out. Too late. You understand? You will have come by then. It's just well, it's, it's the also, best I can do. That is the also best I can do. Hard for me. God, this is going to sound bad, but everything I'm saying sounds bad right now. But it's going to be hard for me to get really... It's not that I don't care about climate change. I care about climate change. And it's real, obviously. Oh at the same, <laughs> At the same time, do I think that politicians are going to do anything to fix it? Do I think that 
a bunch of people flying into private jets to have a convention and cheat on their wives is oh going to God. fix it? No, what's going to fix it is some nerd in a lab somewhere is going to figure out an alternative energy source. Our solar panels are going to get better. Wind, wind energy is going to get better. It's going to, be, it's going to happen in the labs. Because look at this way. That's the only... Ch- I've decided that's the only choice we have now so i do i do agree that there should be more money put to alternative energy sources of, of yeah course. all the money <laughs> not all the money all we the still money. got some dino- dinosaur juice we got to use up let us use some dinosaur juice open up a fucking pipeline here or there you give the all the money to environmental scientists and single mothers <laughs> 2020 <laughs> 2024 single mothers and tree heads yeah and all drugs are legal. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to stop defore- deforestation. They said in 2040, we're not going to do any more defore- More cops, less guns. But here's another problem. These we people- double the police force. We take away all their guns. Here's the thing. So Joe Biden goes, look, by 2020, 2040, whatever he promised, that we're going to be carbon neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to be president in two years, No, we Joe. teach all the cops kung fu. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> then It's just like, oh, man, I just don't know what's going to fucking happen. It's just sad. And everyone, I think it was some polls said like 60% of the, the population thinks there's going to be a civil war. 60? Some crazy, more than 50% oh my believes God. that there's a possibility of a civil war. Okay, so there's a possibility? Yeah. I mean. Do you think a- that, do you think there's a possibility of a civil war happening? Here's the thing, though. I went home to North Carolina mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. And that always gives me such incredible clarity. In two ways. One, I think that uh, it annoys me and I think it exposes. Like, I was at a show the other day, a comedy show. It was a crowd work show. And someone was doing crowd work and they started talking to two people in the front row who were from Arkansas. And we're in LA. Yeah. And they started making fun of them from being from Arkansas. Like, I'm surprised you have teeth. Fair. You're probably not vaccinated. Fair. Or you you can even read. Shit like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's kind of funny. But it's also like, they said it in such a genuine way where I was like, you're kind of exposing your own ignorance that you aren't that well-traveled through the United States. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because every time I go home, some of the best people I ever meet, down to earth, good people smart people they're just living their lives differently and they don't bother themselves with the super cerebral online yes flame wars all the time yes sometimes they just like fucking fishing yeah and that's cool as shit yeah and sometimes we as a society could benefit a little bit from just slowing the fuck down and going fishing did i talk about the cocktail party in manhattan i went to or was that before? I don't Mm-mm. know. Okay. So I went to this... Oh, God. I went to this cocktail party in Manhattan. And I had to get vaxxed for the shows I did. I did Mo Amer, who has his special out. Check it out. Shout out to Mo Amer. He's a great guy. Um, I, he has a comedy series on Netflix. And so I get vaxxed for that and also for Sitting on a Hill. And I'd already had COVID. So the idea of getting double vaxxed after, after COVID, everything that I've read, trying to deep dive into studies as nonpartisan possible show that you don't really need to be double vaxxed and you yeah. definitely don't need if you've had COVID. And there are a lot of people, real scientists, who say, as a matter of fact, you can actually hamper your immune system by getting too many of the vaccine shots. So there's so you're actually potentially many doctors I've talked to said there's no point in getting the vaccine 
after you've had COVID. It's mm. just because the viral load from vaccine is the same. They spread it that. almost the that exact makes sense same. To me. So I was like, ah, but I did it anyway because I'm like, ah, I want to fucking work, whatever. Yeah. Um, but so when I I sat down at the cocktail party and the guy said, oh, how's how's sitting on a hill? And I was like, oh, it's great. And, you know, I got double. I didn't want to. And everyone was like, Whoa? what? And it's Upper West Side Manhattan, uh-huh. a wine and cheese party. Wine and cheese party. And I go, well, I already had COVID. I go, you know, and most studies show that COVID provides very durable, you know, immunology, better than the vax. And he goes, well, I've read the opposite study. I go, okay. That's what I've read. If you read something that's the opposite of that, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so this other guy was there who I didn't know. I challenge you to a duel. Basically. He basically was like, you know. COVID denier. You know, you know what they, he goes, you know what the Gen Zs are calling the unvaccinated people. You know, they're calling now. And I'm waiting for a good joke. I'm a comic. I'm waiting yeah. for the punchline. I'm like, what? He goes, plague rats. And I just sat there looking at him. Straight face, he said that to you? He goes, plague rats. He called you a plague rat? No, he goes, I was vaccinated. He called you a plague rat to your face. I'm vaccinated, motherfucker. So I go, huh. And I go, and by the way, I know a lot of people are unvaccinated. So I kind of go, okay. I go, that's a little extreme. (laughs) And he goes... (laughs) He goes, um, not he goes, to me. He goes, well, he goes, yeah, also, you know what? Yeah, they got a point. And I said, so are you comfortable calling black and brown people plague rats? Ooh. I know. This is a fucking cocktail fire with like 12 people there. Pawns E4. And he goes, he goes, no, that's a myth that, that black people aren't getting the vaccine. Black and brown people. I, what I, about I, the ones who aren't? And I go... I go. Have you been? I go. I don't know, man. I don't think you've been paying attention to what's really going on. I go. Like, it, there, there's debates everywhere. It was like at the time, it was like the NBA. He goes, yeah, one person in the NBA, but the dialogue that was in the NBA to make them get vaccinated, it was a very intense. Because, and I get it. It goes back to Tuskegee. A lot yeah. of black people didn't want to get the vaccine. To this day, don't want to get the vaccine. A lot of taste, so. a lot of Cardi B people. People are very anti-vax. People should get it, but so I um, can understand. From so I just said, I said, man, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, I just said you know so fucking it was so fucking awkward, and I just you <laughs> know when he's with calling black and brown people playgrounds, and then I oh, wanted to say oh. I also want to say are you also comfortable <laughs> calling women playgrounds because a lot of women because they think of my risk pregnancy, and by the way there are studies that definitively show that's true. Wow. Not, not. I mean, they're not definitively show that you can't get pregnant, but they're definitively showing that is messing with women's cycles. Moderna. There's studies, and there was a woman there who worked for the CDC who was like, actually, Bill's right. It was affecting women's cycles. There were women that were getting periods in their 50s who were already in menopause. So it it did mess with people's cycles. And then this guy, you could tell, he felt kind of embarrassed. He ended up leaving. And I was just so fucking... First, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I was on an uninformed political grandstand tour. Well, because it's kind of like people don't... like you. If if there are a lot of studies coming out saying that it is... Potentially affecting women's ability to have children mm-hmm. because it's messing with their cycle. And anything that will mess with your cycle can mess with your ability to have children, obviously. Well, most people are performative bullshitters. Yeah. And they really want to, they really want to duel. I mean, I jokingly said that, but y'all had a legit duel. Like the closest you can in the modern context. Y'all had a little <laughs> brain battle. Y'all had a little checkers match. He was match. big, too. I was like, he probably yeah. could kick my ass. But anyway, yeah. and, I, and I just, he left and I was just like, I'm sorry, guys. I go, I just, you know, I'm in Texas now. You wipe the blood off I, your I sword. I know a lot of people. I go, I go, even the people, look, the people who I'm in are, Texas now is a I go, there are a lot of people. I go, and I, and I get it. I get it. But I'm same, sorry, y'all. I'm in Texas now. 
Well, I was just like, I see these people. I talk to these people. And I'm unvaccinated. And they're not unvaccinated because they're QAnon or the crazy Trumps. So My had- aunt in Austin, Texas is a doctor and she's not vaccinated. You know how many doctors I know who aren't vaccinated? I know but so she's COVID. many. She's like, I have yeah, anybody. Yeah, they had COVID. They're like, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm, I'm, I'm COVID. A lot of them. And they can't. And they're li- I have a friend who works for the, in New York. She works for the CDC. Mm-hmm. She's a consultant for the CDC. She is not vaccinated. And she's done all the fucking studies, and she goes, "It's not." And she had COVID, and she goes, I "It's do think not you a problem." Get vaccinated on record? But yeah, of course, of course, you get you should get vaccinated. But you know, if, but I if, wouldn't call someone a plague rat. Yeah, and if you get, and if by the way, if the booster becomes the new thing, like you need to be have a booster to be mm-hmm. considered "quote unquote" vaccinated, which seems to be where we're going. Like, I'll probably get the vo- booster to to work. I haven't gotten it, but 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 the truth is, is there any part of me? Seriously, that feels like I should get the booster. Of course not. I think it's ridiculous. My dad wants me to get it before I go home for the holidays. But you're you are literally in like the low you're in your twenties. You're super yeah, but I skating. don't want to transmit it. But it seems but like you can trans- get it anyways. People transmit it f- if they have vaccine <clears throat> or not. The vaccine, I know. the transmission rates, the viral load is the same or close to the same for vaccinated, unvaccinated. And by the way, then they say the argument as well: these unvaccinated people they create the variants, but all the variants are coming out of like. Africa, well, and South America. They're not I coming from the I am past US. that. There's no way to get the whole planet vaccinated in yeah. time to stop variants. We're way past that. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the we don't have enough supply. There's enough people globally that are going to be getting this. The variants are inevitable. Well, here, then you have a lot of these, uh, you know, poor countries that have like a 1% vaccination rate. Yeah. And here we are worrying about boosters. And we still don't get give, the variants here eventually. So why aren't we giving all this extra... Um, vaccination to all these other countries. I should be first on the list. I mean, list. good point. As opposed to getting everyone. I know someone's gotten four four shots. They've gotten they've gotten four. How? That's what they got. In, they got two boosters. Why? They felt like they needed it. See, uh, there's always the flip side. There, you got the hypochondriac. Of course. Now hypochondriacs are making you know. I they're, need ten. I need ten. <laughs> give me some more. Give me some more. I can only get hard when I have the booster. But no one's going to look at the, those people, the hypochondriacs who exist. Howard Stern has always been a hypochondriac. And look at them and go, stop, shut up, stop. There are people who don't fucking need it. There are people who, who are like, there's some very articulate NBA players who are like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm 25, peak of my physical health. I had COVID. I don't feel the need to get the vaccination. And they're told they can't play, so they get it. But the truth is, they know logically it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. I, I did feel like originally when I thought maybe the vaccine would prevent you from getting it, that made a lot of sense to me. But now it's like every single person everyone's though, still getting it. Everyone who is vaccinated is getting it. But I do think it's beneficial. I will say my one friend who had like a lung condition who I was yeah. more very concerned about um he got covid right after getting the booster mm-hmm. which is on the one hand is like okay the bull- booster some bullshit but also he's okay and it wasn't that bad of covid but covid wasn't that ba- hasn't been that bad for most people in the past year hmm. i mean i know in the beginning there was like a lot of people we knew that were went through it really bad but like i haven't heard that many people getting it that are not part of you know, either sure. they're obese or they have pre-existing conditions. If you if you're not obese and you're not very old, you don't have pre-existing. It's just not really. I mean, I had it two days. Yeah. You know, I think I had it in the summer. I really do. You might have. I. 
see. He's like, he's like, you a fake. You, <laughs> you a bullshit. Have. I really had it. People are like, oh, I got pussy. COVID in 2000, 2020 and January 1st. I'm like, I know they're all lying. But no, no, no. 2021 this year in the middle of the summer after I had already got my vaccine and I went back out into the world. I think I got it. And doesn't, but it wasn't that bad. Well, I was like wiped out for like two weeks. Yeah. But it, it felt like a flu that yeah. just would never, I couldn't shake it. You couldn't shake it, yeah. And I do think the idea that the vaccination makes the disease less pronounced and easier to get by, like, sure, I buy that and the, and the numbers and that are all true. So you should definitely get vaccinated. True. However, in most countries, you realize, yeah. if you've had COVID, they actually take that into account in terms of your vaccination. That if you sense. have COVID, they go, okay, you don't need the vaccination. You have COVID. That makes sense. It's like the flu. Yeah. But this is the only country <sighs> in the modern civilized world that doesn't care if you've had COVID or not in terms of vaccination I do in order to work it's tricky because there was like a lot of media hysteria and I do think that COVID was a serious thing and I do think that we needed to make sure not everybody got it because it could have been catastrophic but I think we also have to be willing to as a society like okay we're two plus years into this thing Let's recount the score. Let's decide how much damage has actually been done. Let's come up with a new strategy that makes sense. Yeah. That's not purely politically driven and reactionary in terms of Trump wanted this, so now we have to do this. Yeah. And I think that will happen to some extent. Like, I don't think Biden is going to shut everything down. I mean, if there's another lockdown that happens. Yeah, I don't think there can. I don't think we can do another lockdown. No. And and what the opioid addiction and overdose rate is like a hundred thousand like a hundred thousand people died of opioid uh, related overdoses this year. Jesus, which is way more than any. You know, <sighs> We're all pretty fucking tense. I also want to do. Society. I also want to talk about the fact that the number one killer in America is still heart disease, which is two things: diet and stress. Mm. So why aren't we putting a mask over a bunch of fat fucks who are going to In and Out, like it's over their face so they can't eat. Like that's we we, we got to put a mask over people so they can't put shitty food in. But like, why is diet not talked about? Diet is is really the third rail. You can't talk about people cannot eat this shit because there's too Cause much there's money. There's, baby. money. there's too much money in fast food. There's too much money in McDonald's. And, and now there's bullshit. money in vaccines. Oh yeah, and the idea that like Pfizer like is not in any way corrupt or money like think of all these. They should have like a yeah. one of those shows like House Hunters with like the 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 new billionaire Pfizer execs. Here's my new home. Yeah. Talk about income inequality. Like it's Pfizer true. is probably the biz- biggest example of that right now. So let's talk about something that's less. <laughs> this is always what happens. We're gonna, we're, we sit down for a nice, friendly catch up. <laughs> I just want to ask you how you've oh, here's been. Good, here's a good Tell one. about your movie. How do you feel about. Yeah, we can talk about the movie. How do you feel about <laughs> this idea of like dopamine addiction in our phones that's like destroying oh, 100%. people? 100%. So there's, true. I'm fully addicted. There's a book out now called uh, D- The Dopamine Fast, and they're recommending people take a month off yeah. of social media and their phones. Makes fucking sense to me. Because what's happening is every time you get a notification, number one, everyone who's listening to this, anyone on their smartphone, and I'm addicted to my smartphone for sure, but I've removed my notifications. Yeah. Because the notification, the frequency of a notification is bling, is the same frequency that they use in casinos. It's 528 hertz, right? And it's the reward f- frequency, right? That s- tells your mind there's a reward. 
So that's why you're losing in the jackpot, but your brain's like, you're winning because you won five cents. And you're like, Ugh, and you lose all your fucking money, right? Because they're, yeah. trick- they're tricking your brain with this frequency. So notifications have the same frequency of sound, right? So every time you get that, your dopamine shoots up. You go, oh, I got a notification. You look at it, blah, 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 blah. And the dopamine goes down. And then you do it again, blah, blah. And if you do that 100 times a day, your dopamine has been pumped so many times that you're in a dopamine deficit. And when you're dopamine deficit, it leads to depression, anxiety, and all this other shit that's yes. leading to fucking suicide and everything else. Yes. So there is a 1,000% correlation between social media and suicide and depression. Yes. And that is, a, that is a very actionable thing that people could look at. It's like cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> this is People have been saying this for a long time, but it's, this is the cigarettes of our era, and everyone is in complete denial that it's killing people. Yeah. And because there's too much money in it. Yeah. No one's going to do anything about that. Nope. So it goes back to like, you know, you got to... Not my son. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to parenting. Like parenting's have to look... look, Like if I have a kid who goes uh, at 12, wants a smartphone, like no fucking way. It's so difficult though because... Everyone's going to have one. Culturally, you can't stop the wave, the tidal wave of culture coming at you. Even if, I mean, unless you're fucking Amish. But I think you could be like my daughter, you know, she like smartphones were really big when she was in and she was never she never had the new phone. She always had to um, granted we were so did I. poor. But, but like, also now I'm addicted. The yeah. second I got it, I did not get a iPhone until college. Yes. And and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, maybe I'll play games on my phone. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I just use it for calls and I want to be able to record videos." And within, you know, here I am. Here I am today. I'm fully addicted. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? It'd be great to like... It's like, I'm just going to smoke cigarettes at parties, and now I smoke two packs a day. (laughs) Yes. Here we are. And here we are. I just smoked spliffs for the flavor. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, God. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't think I could do a month. I could do a day. Oh my god! <laughs> I would love. I would love to go to somewhere and just do like a week with no, like a resort and like a week of no email, no social yeah. media at all, and just take it off for a week and see what happens. See if I come out of it feeling better. But I then I'd probably get addicted home. right away after that week. I'd probably be addicted right away. But maybe it would reset my dopamine levels. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's worth it. I loved going home so much. Why? Being in the forest, mm-hmm. just being surrounded by people who love me for me, Aww. and and it wasn't even like my family there. It was just like people I grew up with who don't give a fuck about comedy or yeah. success or any of that. Yeah, they just like me for me and the memories that we made growing up together. Yeah, and they we just like drinking beer and sitting around a campfire and just talking shit great. and catching up and something about that was so real to me it kind of made me just question everything yeah well we are fully ensconced in the matrix out here now it's man. such a fucking matrix and it's all such bullshit yeah and every time you leave even for a little bit you realize what bullshit it is and it it makes you want to it makes you want to get out yeah. It's it's like 
It's like we're on the Nebuchadnezzar now. We know that it's all bullshit. <laughs> and yet we're cipher. We're, we're like, put me back in. Yes. Put me back in. Yeah. And I want to forget everything. And like, I, I bet you go to the news. I go to the news on my phone. First article comes up. Omicron cases at Norway Christmas party provide clues on new variant spread. It's like the first thing. Next thing. We'll know more about soon about Omicron. Here's how to interpret the coming flood of data. Um, fight over abortion. A blizzard is coming to Hawaii, which is rare. There's going to be a snow with a snow drought. Okay. So it's all fear. All fear. Nothing but fear. Nothing but fear. Honestly, fuck a dopamine diet. I'm about to go on a news diet. Yeah, man. I don't care. Don't yeah. miss me with facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to know shit about shit. Yeah. And like, uh, if the world's, you know, AOC said the world's going to end in 2030 because of climate change. And like, okay, just let it be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be a surprise. Let it be a surprise. <laughs> I just want to be normal, have my day, and then there's a huge tidal wave coming like, oh, okay. No, really? Because, it was bound to be one Oh, I should have recycled that Tuesday. Nothing I can do is going to fucking change everything. And if you get everyone to do everything right, you could change it like a little uh, bit for sure. I'll, here's the thing. I want things to be better. I'll join the movement. Give me the paper. I'll sign the petition. But the movement's going to ch- it's going to change when somebody... F- it's technology that changes shit. It's technology mm. that helps people. It's fine. I mean, look, before cars, horse and buggies were going to be the end of the world. People don't know that. There were scientists saying the pollution from all the horse shit everywhere and, and the disease being spread from all the horse shit everywhere was making it uninhabitable to live on the fucking planet in America. There were articles <laughs> about how fucking horse and buggies were like destroying the fucking planet. Yeah. And then we made cars, and all of a sudden that Y2K, went away. Y2K, the coronavirus, global warming. I Climate change is real. Global warming is real. But there are also elements of it that we don't understand. And if we could get together as a, a world and solve everything, that would be preferable. I will vote for anyone who says that that is their plan. But as an individual trying to survive in this fucked up world, I refuse to just populate my brain with terror. Yeah, for the rest of my life, that's just not going to happen. What do you think about this thing that Joe Rogan posted recently, where he said uh, the square? It's like an old, like ancient ideology thing from some I don't know where the fuck it was from. But hard hard times make hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make, make hard, hard times. times. Hard time, and it's a cycle. And right, right, right. Civilization has proven that that cycle has repeated itself dozens of times. And now we're in the soft, soft men time of the world, <laughs> which means that hard times are coming up. Yeah. Well, hard no. times are here. Well, I don't think so. I think no? they're about to. They're not, not quite. They're about to fucking hit. It's Phew. about to hit. And once that happens, then you get hard men. Now, who was a good example of hard men? Fucking Nazis. That wasn't good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why would you say that? But that's true. That's, Nazis came out of the Depression from World War I. That's where the Nazi party came from. They didn't come from, like, they were like, hmm, That's man, your we- go-to example of hard men? <laughs> Why? The Nazis. There's no other hard men. Okay, fine. There's other hard But I'm saying oh the God. bad example of that, right? Right. You can't preach that because Joe Rogan's. And they brought on the good times of the concentration camp. 
<laughs> oh my god what is, what is your point with well okay the so the, fine put it to America so the hard times would be um, America and after the depression yeah, hard times. Much, and made, much better example. Made hard men. So the we, Nazis. we took down those the, are hard men. So then we took down the Nazis, which yes. made a great time, which is the which is like the, the America for a while. Yeah, and now it's created soft men. I mean, that's yes. just, e- even if you I look can at agree with that. Even if you look at like uh, Aziz Ansari's master of none, his documentary, he talks about his these immigrant. I mean, Giannis Papas has a great joke about this too. He goes, these immigrant parents came and they worked their asses off and they gave up everything yes. to make a good life for the, to make a good life for their parents I mean for the kids and now these same kids are doing everything they can not to have kids so they have a good time you know like people right. the, the the pregnancy rate is like way down we don't even have like a we can't even like repopulate the population now with the percentage of, of uh, births that we're having mm-hmm. so um, it's probably for the best but the idea of like people. the idea of soft is weird because soft men on one hand like and I identify as a soft man because I'm kind of like yeah I don't have a gun I don't want to fight you anyone you don't have a gun no of course not you don't even fight anyone I don't do that shit I'm <laughs> soft if someone said hey we, we, we gotta go to war and stop this I, threat I'd be like eh, I don't want to do that man, that sounds lame <laughs> same I mean fuck that <laughs> yeah because we're soft men but also I don't think that the definition of hardness has to necessarily be equipment for battle you know what i mean well yeah like, do i gotta kill someone to be a hard man can't i be hard in my constitution well, my, well, my yes. resolution towards a well, better the, world doesn't the, that the make me a hard man the immigrants who came to this country to to create great lives and come the socioeconomic ladder like my father do coming down from canada yeah <laughs> bravely as a child wow what is that <laughs> so that he could give me a slightly worse life <laughs> <laughs> but but life is pretty fucking great right now it it's is. not bad i it's do think bad. we need to be Looking on the bright side a little more as a culture. Have some gratitude for shit. A little gratitude, a little optimism. And maybe consider the possibility, people at large, consider the possibility that there is something bigger than you. There is something bigger than you, and that thing that's bigger than you is bigger than the planet, and it's fucking God. And there's something, there is some creative force. Amen, son. There is some, some and I don't mean like... Turn on a little 99.9 Kiss Country. <laughs> Kick back with a cold one. God damn. <laughs> Think about the Lord and the beautiful woman but in the passenger seat of your truck, not, son. You look, the good thing about religion, and is it the opiate of the masses? Sure. But isn't it good to have some sort of social fabric where you can at least like, go and like feel good about being poor? The opiate of the masses is ass. Now it's Booty. Ass. Thick, Booty. Double cheeks, papa. You're right. That's what it is. Yeah. Cause oh, it, I know. Because the, the left doesn't believe... Because it's all I think about when I pray. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> There's a girl I saw star Dear God. <laughs> Let me bump into her tomorrow as well. Um, Instead of manna from heaven, please, holy, holy Savior, rain down some cheeks holy Savior, onto can I have some, my face. I would like some wet-ass pussy that I've been hearing so much about. The only thing I want to eat is booty, dear Lord, <laughs> up in heaven. That is satisfy my hunger. You were su- that's such a liberal thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Fucking sex and make your life good and yeah. don't sacrifice for anything or anyone or any cause. Just fucking. I mean, look, it, dude. By the way, Al Sharpton won the news and was talking about like it's these latte liberals who are fucking talking about defunding the police, not the black people. And people I mean, are like, that Ugh! is. True. 
I think I think it's a mixed bag, but but I also don't necessarily support abolishing the police. I think I think reimagining crime prevention. Come with me, and, and you'll we'll see a <laughs> world of pure imagination. I, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do think there can be a more productive way, and I do think that there are issues with. How the police are not held accountable. Those two things. Yeah. Right? And I think that, you know, maybe ending crime, there are ways of going about it without beating everyone over the head with a billy club. But I do think there is a point where the buck stops. Yeah. And there has to be some type of oh, oh. bulletproof vest I didn't finish Lori, Lori Lifett she defunded the police all this money crime went through the fucking roof in Chicago and then she very quietly with very little Co- fanfare causation correlation or any it- press release she put <laughs> the money back into the police force okay. without telling anybody she put mo- not all of it but she put most money back to the police force I was like yeah. oops I fucked up here's some money but also like there's some shady politics with policing like sure. they'll do some shit like Oh, you're gonna do this? Well, we'll just not save your life. <laughs> oh, good. Or they'll like fabricate the crime and like I don't really. Yeah, because human beings are police officers and human beings are flawed. Mm-hmm. The problem is every whoever is running the thing, whether it's Biden or whoever it is, we got to realize that black people, white people, brown people, everyone is fucking full of shit. True. And everyone's going to fucking try to get theirs and try to try to build the system. And you have True. to incorporate that into everything that you do sometimes, you know? So, I don't know. I know you're, good that you're getting the Jimmy likes. It makes you think you have to pee. I don't have to pee. I'm just chilling. Which means... Anyway, guys. Back to fun stuff. Movies. What was the fun stuff encounter. that we encounter to? Oh, Encounter. Wait. How <laughs> the fuck did we get off in politics land? Of course, we always do. God, this fucking... Can't help it. Particularly when you're stoned. <laughs> So I play, I play, and here we go. We have this to go is, back because guess, guess why I play. Guess, for you. guess why I play in uh, an encounter. I play a white supremacist. There you go. There you go. White supremacist. So I showed up at the premiere with like a suit to look as charming, clean shaven. Hey it's guys, showing up in a dashiki or some shit. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm. That's not me. Riz, I'm an ally. Riz Ahmed showed up in dashiki to the fucking premiere. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I'm here to support everyone. I'm not a real white supremacist. Black lives matter. Sorry, sorry, I'm a great actor. And then they interview me on the red carpet. They're like, how was it like? I go, look, man, I, I, I get to be part of a great story that's being told. And if I have to play an evil person to tell a good story, then I'm all for it. You know, if I if, if someone cast me as a Nazi to tell a story that is a story about salvation or a story about something good happening and, and a, a Jewish person coming uh, yeah I'll play a Nazi it's not gonna be like I won't yeah. be a Lenny Reifenstahl you're film, like I'll play any part please any part as please long as we're going to a good end I will play any role <laughs> <laughs> and all I'm gonna get I have th- I have three things wow. out right now one uh-huh. is a racist Boston cop <laughs> one is a racist three percenter <laughs> and the third is a, can- is a nice Canadian dad Oh, who might be? Who might be? Who might be, who might be a little bit racist? <laughs> the twist is he's racist. <laughs> oh my god! No, he's married to a Middle Eastern woman, so he's not. Oh, good. Yeah, there we go. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Not Bill. Always typecast. Diversifying the resume. Um, 
But yeah, so and, and, a white man. Oh, and, and I fucked up. On, I also fucked on the red carpet. The guy interviewed you me. He fucked goes, on the red carpet. I fucked up. Hell yeah, son. Hell yeah, it's a booty booty. Booty 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 booty. The right guy right. interviewed me. Goes so uh, you had a lot of gun gunplay in the in the movie. How was that? I go. That was great. You know, we like we were safe. Falling the nobody died. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but I did say. He goes. He goes. Was it? Was it? You had squee or squibbed? I go. I go. Do you feel that squibs are dangerous? And I went like. How, how dark do you want to go with this? Which was like, after I said that, I was like, I should have said that. Oh, my God. That's not so bad. You can get away with that. <laughs> I, I was like, how dark do you want to go with this? I, yeah, like, I, didn't, I didn't mention Oh, the stand-up Alec comedian Baldwin, about right? came out. <laughs> I was like, no, everything is, uh, we're following the protocols. And, oh, uh, shit. That must be funny because it's like, you you are a, a planeswalker, you know what I mean? You transcend genre in mm. terms of stand-up comedian and actor. And sometimes... You get a real acting role that has nothing to do with your comedy, uh-huh. and then they're interviewing you with no context, <laughs> and the comedian comes out uh, because your brain—you're never not a stand-up. Yeah, you're—you're you're like, yeah, I did yeah, this acting like, shit because I can, but I'm still a stand-up. So yeah. like, you're like, oh, oh, ooh, you got to suppress, <laughs> suppress. Yeah, they just were like, oh, everything was safe and blah blah blah, and the <laughs> acting is amazing, and I could be part of telling the story. Yeah, you especially when you're the villain. Yeah, because people will be like, oh. Yeah, because one thing, you know, how, how do you find empathy for your character? And I'm like, well, m- m- you'd be like, he's hot. In my character's <laughs> mind, he is, he may be misguided, but he is, he is protecting his family and protecting what he believes to be, you know, the Constitution and the rights of American citizens right now by chasing this brown guy around with a machine gun. <laughs> so he feels like he's. Did you laugh when you said it? <laughs> I didn't say that, but. <laughs> Said it like that. You're like just snickering. Because <laughs> these guys aren't bad. They're not. Not every. Well, not everyone who's in a militia is a horrible human. They're just poor little misguided people who, who just aren't informed sometimes. Not all. Of them. I remember I had, when I was in grad school, I had this fight with someone because someone said all the Nazis were evil. Oh my! And God. I was just like, you just can't say that all that they were just. They were though. But you can't. So because, every single one of them was evil because people were indoctrinated to the Nazi Party who had no idea what was going on. Well, we didn't have social media. We didn't have access to information. To they say were, they're all evil is a is a uh, oversimplification, right? It's obviously a lot more nuanced. It, than it that. was an evil. But the product of their collective action was evil. Yeah, of course. And it was. so they were a part of an evil organization. Yes, and we're probably a part of an, we're Americans, so we're part of an English true organization too. Based, so true. <laughs> we are. I am evil. Yeah, you were. You're part of the great white devil. True. For the rest of the world. Yeah. So history's gonna look back at me like, look at these evil Americans. Probably, but that's not fair. Like, but in the same way, like the Roman Empire fucked up a lot of people. <laughs> Genghis Khan was evil. Mm-hmm. You know? But people in the army of Genghis Khan were probably like, hey, I'm getting fucked. But part of it is that the movements are evil, and at the top of the chain of the movement is evil, but the, yeah. but the followers oftentimes in all the, throughout history, they're just people who are, like the people who went to Jonestown. They weren't evil people. They were just I do think there's different levels of responsibility and culpability morally. Like, a Nazi prison guard for sure is evil. But by period. The way, not all Nazis were aware of the master plan. But the ones in the prisons were. Yeah, they probably were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but some of them, like the Nazi youth, these poor little kids listen, who were indoctrinated listen. by their dumb parents. Sure. 
Right? I don't begrudge an eight-year-old kid who has no autonomy. Sign. Yeah. I'm not like... But ultimately, they are part of an evil organization. But it's all perspective. Do you feel that... that here's a tricky thought. Do you oh feel God. that... My, every time I come on here, this is like... This is like I shouldn't say that. No, just just say it. We're too deep. So if, I'm if, if you're part of an impoverished um, black community and uh-huh. you've been indoctrinated to believe that white people are the white devil and they're evil mm-hmm. and that you you feel that your job is to you know either subvert or or kill or whatever it is you know white people or or, or, or you believe that they are an inferior race of people the same way that white people erroneously thought that do you feel that. I understand why if I was a young black by the way if I was a black guy I'd probably be the most fucking I'd be out there with my fist raised 90% of the time I'd be fucking fighting the game you would man. yeah so so you can't like when I when, when I know that <laughs> when I know that black people are like are, are like very upset and they and they and they make shit about race like I get it too what were you I also say about understand the kid? it you, huh? you're, you're running away from I was <laughs> going to say like do you think that a, a young black kid who believes that white people Is are evil? the evil and he's part of, and he ends up killing people and white people and, if you end up and killing people. Then yeah. So anyone kills anyone is evil, even if they they feel like they're completely justified. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I guess that there could be a line drawn in self defense, right? Like if or someone, mental illness, right? Is meant, can you be mental mentally ill and evil? Are they? I mean, synonymous at times. I wouldn't necessarily say evil, but you got the devil in you. The guy who ran the car into the crowd. Of he's evil. mentally ill. Of evil. Okay. Yeah, this I agree. This man is tormented by the devil. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. Yeah. It ain't good. No. Listen, I can empathize with him. I think Nazism is a mental illness. Yeah. I think the people who are indoctrinated in that, like, it's like a mental illness. But, you know, they you do, are still evil. But one of the things that Jordan Peterson You're got so much... You're a tool of evil. Yes. It may not be all your but you, fault. you may not realize it at the time, too. I don't think a lot of people who are evil realize they're evil. Yeah, it's until later, like, oh, shit, I was evil. <laughs> Usually that doesn't ever happen. Ah, oh, fuck, I was evil. God Usually, damn it. Oh, was I evil? But it goes back this to, like... time, like, I was evil. Like, the, the, um, the Japanese generals who you know had these internment camps and like they did fucked up shit did fucked up shit but they thought that they were doing it for a great like the idea that you can do evil shit because you're going for a greater good i mean that is base but hey by the way that's part of the democratic party right there True. look at the clintons man let's do evil shit because it's an I don't ends like to a means is it, it's a means to an end rather sorry yeah yeah so it's an end of a bean <laughs> anyway tommy we should probably wrap this up oh my it's god time. We talked about this everything. This was crazy, bro. This is crazy. You went... <laughs> you kept bringing up the Nazis. I was like... <laughs> By the way, Nazis are evil. God, please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, say it a couple I'm times. I'm saying that people in general across the board are the same. And right. we get indoctrinated to movements that are bad. Yeah. And Just sometimes as Americans we, It's are. like a frog in boiling water. We don't know what the fuck... We don't realize that we're in boiling water. You know? Yeah. And pretty soon we're... we're ensconced in some ideology that is fucking bullshit it's it goes true. across both parties yeah and we and for and I, not me though not i'm i'm i transcend I'm too smart we're all too smart <laughs> we're out of the matrix baby i would never be complicit in we're the bombing of, the of innocent people oh so wait everyone just be better 
Just yeah, for the be love of God, better get America, get it Just together. More love, more empathy, more compassion, and also shut the fuck up sometimes. Be nice and be a little humble, and also shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>